back to Political Ramble. This is host Cyrus King. On this podcast episode, I'm going to talk about Pete Klobuchar, Pete Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, and Amy Klobuchar dropping out. And Pete Buttigieg dropped out on Sunday. Amy Klobuchar dropped out on Monday. And this is what I suspected could could be a possibility. I didn't, I didn't expect both of them to drop out, though. I thought, if you had to ask me, I thought Pete would probably drop out first. I didn't think A.B. Klobuchar would drop out. I thought she would drop out after Super Tuesday. Now, basically, Super Tuesday, what is that? Well, in a Democratic primaries, we have Iowa, we have New Hampshire, we have um, Nevada, we have South Carolina. After that, you have Super Tuesday where I think uh, I think Super Tuesday is 20 other states, including the big ones, Texas. Well, not, not New York, but Texas, California, North Carolina, big states. Vote. And so... And traditionally, and traditionally, usually, if it's a normal election and it's like between two people, you could get a good idea who would win after Super Tuesday, right? Um, Pete won Iowa, the delegate count. He didn't win the popular vote. Bernie won New Hampshire, both delegates and the popular vote. And then Bernie won big time Nevada, both Delegates and popular vote. And then Joe Biden smoked everyone in South Carolina. Delegates and popular vote. The way delegates go is you win. Okay. You could possibly, in theory, right? Delegates are kind of assigned to district, certain parts of states, right? So I could win 55% and somebody could win 45%. But if you win certain districts, you might get more delegates. It's kind of how it goes. Just, it's, it's you know, it's kind of, it's, it's crazy like that, right? So, then naturally, what happens is the the theme that has been pushed in the last two weeks, I would say, is that if you add the moderates up, Bernie Sanders is actually losing. So once I started seeing the media using that narrative, I kind of could, I kind of foresaw that eventually they will tell that you have seven candidates running. Bloomberg is his own machine; you can't count him. But you basically have five progress, five moderates, and two progressives. If you want to call Elizabeth Warren a progressive, which I think is a joke saying that, but I mean, I guess based on her policies, progressives think she is. So okay, fine. But even if progressives think Elizabeth Warren is is progressive, they would have to admit that she's more moderate than Bernie. So even if Elizabeth Warren Elizabeth Warren voter is not guaranteed to go to Bernie Sanders, let's just put it like that, right? So once you put it, so from that aspect, here's what happens now. You get Klobuchar yesterday on Monday, because I'm recording this on Super Tuesday. She drops out. Then on Sunday, Pete dropped out, right? And they dropped out really interesting before Super Tuesday. Okay, what does that mean? Well, Bernie's going to obviously win the popular vote, but he's not going to win enough for it not to be a contested election. So how does contested elections go? Well, contested elections are interesting because... What's going to happen is you have what you call the superdelegates, right? So basically the way it goes, you could win. Because remember, people don't understand. This is a Democratic primary. In the general election, you have more say who actually becomes president. Not becomes president, but like who, if, you're, if you're a Democrat, who... Okay, think of it like a corporation, right? The Democrats themselves... 
kind of elect amongst themselves who they want representing them. Then the people actually vote, right? So in, in the in the presidential election, it's Democrat and Republican. The Democrats amongst themselves pick who they want, and then in the general election, people do it. Now, it may not seem like that because we have Democratic primaries, but there's no question, in a sense, the superdelegates are really the ones who do it, who, who put somebody in, and they usually do it based on, in theory, of course, the people who vote, right? So, you know, like 65% of people vote for Joe Smoe against Pete, Pete Gunn. It's very rare that a superdelegate would get Pete Gunn <laughs> the denomination with thirty five percent, so it looks like you're like like you are voting for it. But if it's Joe Smo fifty three, Pete Gunn forty seven, then you might get Joe Smo to be like, oh shoot, um, oh Joe Peter Gunn should win even though he has forty seven percent, and that's when you get the super delegate. So they, in a sense, what they're playing for now is. Just to get Bernie, just to get Bernie not to win by a certain amount, then they can say, "Oh, well, he's not winning by a certain amount, so we have the right to to nominate who we want to." And I've said this before, and I'm going to talk about this in another podcast. That is the worst mistake people could make, right? The worst mistake. And in a sense, in a sense, um, what ends up happening is is that because of that, it's very tough for me personally. At a certain stage, to not to take it seriously, but it it just shows that the Democratic problem was much worse than Donald Trump, and they don't really understand that. And that I'm gonna talk about that in a different podcast. I just really wanted this people to kind of understand for you paying because you know, I know. Look, man, people have their everyday lives. This is uh, interesting. Not time, but when you're in, so like when you when you in the presidential election, right? People kind of are more interested, but they want quick, they want like somebody give them a quick breakdown, right? So like, in the, in the midterm elections, no one cares. Like a person votes in the midterm elections mostly is somebody really into politics. Most people are not into politics because of what I just described, they would find that um terrible. Like the fact that you think you're actually voting. For somebody in the, in, in the primaries, and you you technically are, but your votes are kind of superseded by the party themselves, and so I can't believe the Democrats can't see if Bernie Sanders gets the majority of people, and they put somebody else in. I can't see how they think that could be Donald Trump. I I've had it. If I had to really guess, they know that's not going to be Donald Trump, but they prefer Donald Trump in in office than Bernie Sanders in office, and that's a that's a tough pill to swallow for some people, but that is the way it is. So, because, I mean, you know, if Bernie Sanders voters, 10% of them vote for Trump, and when Trump won, you can make the argument, I'm not going to say that's what did it. I would say you you probably needed a good tool. But think about it, though. Hillary lost by, by such a small fraction, right? 10% of Bernie voted for Trump. I'm not going to say that's the reason why she lost, because, I mean, she lost basically... From the Rust Belt states, she didn't go to, she didn't really campaign in them, but didn't help. It didn't help. You know what I mean? So, if that was 10% 2016, trust me, bro, it's going to be higher or, and or, 
you're going to get people, because Bernie Sanders gets a lot of people who normally don't vote, right? So, or you're going to get those people just not to vote. So, they, they, you think they don't. Of course they know that. But in, in their minds, it's better for Trump to be president because there's money in opposing. I, I literally had a, a person on Twitter hit me up and the guy sounded very confident. He told me, Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump is, is more scared of Joe Biden than Bernie Sanders. I was like, See, this is what happens when you listen to mainstream media, <laughs> right? Literally, there's a tape. And I'm going to, after this, after this, uh, after this uh, podcast episode, probably will, he, I haven't even answered him back yet. I said, bro, there's a tape where in 2018, somebody recorded it. And Donald Trump literally said on tape that Bernie Sanders would have been harder to beat than Hillary Clinton. That was in 2016. And I think, I think what happens is we all live in our, and this is what happened to Democrats. We all live in our, in, in our bubbles, right? And this is kind of the reason why I wanted to do political ramble because I don't really live in a bubble. I may go Democrats, I may go Republicans, I may go, I may go Independents. You know, I was in the West Coast a long time, moved back to the East Coast. I spent part of my time in the Midwest now. Like, I don't, and eventually heading down south, like, I have hit all four corners of the country. Right, and I'm actively engage all four quarters of the country, so I kind of have my have my boots in the ground. No question, Donald Trump is more scared of Bernie Sanders, and I'm not even a Bernie Sanders guy. Now, Republicans may not be scared of Bernie Sanders. Yes, I give you that. The, the The Republican machine, like the regular, you know, corporate Republicans, no, they say socialist. We're gonna win this easy, butter bing, butter boom. Cool. But you ever look at Tucker Carlson's show? Tucker Carlson is like one of the only dudes who they say Donald Trump listens to on Fox every day, religiously. Tucker Carlson will tell you, Bernie Sanders is a threat. So that's, his, that's a whole other podcast. But I just wanted to let people know, because like I said, this is a stranger time in the sense that most people, the, the presidential elections, people pay attention to politics more, but they want a quick fix. When they, meaning, these, I want to recap. And that's the recap. Pete's out, Pete's out. Amy's out. That helps Sleepy Joe. So, till next time. Peace.